What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Voices of the Black and Gold. I'm Nick, your host, and today we have a loaded show. We have a cool guest coming through uh, from SKC. Everyone knows him. This is going to be a fun talk and interview that we're going to have to do with him. But guys, we have had a full, full week. Uh, as I said, this is the Voice of the Black and Gold. Thank you for joining us. If you're on YouTube, give us a like, thumb, subscribe uh, button, hit it up. If you're on Twitter, come on over to YouTube so we can interact with you and join the conversation. Celso Eric is here with me as always. Eric Celso, guys, Open Cup. Okay, we have uh, a league match. We have two league matches coming. It is a busy schedule. Um, we had a panic after the San Jose loss. We go and we have an open cup. We end up sending our young kids there. Not one starter, all LAFC two. And panic just went out. Eric on the show, you you hey, you even got receipts pulled up on you from Rich. Oh, I, I was I was dragged um, all week. You were you were almost losing your mind, and this doesn't happen much from Eric. He's usually level-headed, but oh my god, Celso, the world was coming down, the sky was falling. He could not believe that we were not going to play our front team. And I'd be damned. Uh LAFC two went in there and just ran over uh Montreal, uh Montreal Bay, Montreal. Bay, uh, Monterey Bay. Monterey and, uh, Bay. I want to say Monterey ran over, Bay but let's just be honest. It was a great game. Uh, the, it was a great game from the young guys. They really fought it out to the end of the to the end. Uh, going to penalty kicks. It was one one first half. Went to two two. Went to penalty kicks. And I'd be damned if we didn't have our thirty eight year old goalkeeper come up and show out. But before that, let's just get into a little bit of the expectations. Eric, you were there in Monterey. Right, you were there. You I drove was. that five hours. We heard about it. Only reason you were there is for the uh, the potato because it was LAFC two there. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. That was one hell of a potato, let me tell you. But uh, <laughs> the game, um, yeah. So I I got dragged for a pretty good part of the week. I mean, deservedly. There, for me, I was concerned. All right, we're going to the Open Cup, and I got flashes of like Violette, which is pretty much any time you send your reserves in to face like, you know, a, a first team, even though they're a second division first team. And I, you know, I thought our boys, I thought our boys could do it. You know, I was saying, Hey, please, please surprise me and surprise me. They did. And then every, all the other LAFC fans are like, Eric, how dare you not believe in the boys like this? And so I will never make this mistake again. Our boys could be going up against uh Bayern Munich before we had an agreement with them. And I'm going to say, you know what? I think our boys can take this one. So the game was really fun. Uh, it was up in Seaside, very small, intimate setting. It was a 5,000 person stadium. And one of those things, any, any of you who have never been to a USL or a second division game, it's they're They're really, really fun. If you get an opportunity to go, it's worth checking out. It's just a different vibe, different scene. And it, it, it's a really cool thing. So the game itself, there was quite a few LAFC fans that traveled to this game. You know, it was yep. just a short little five and a half hour drive up the coast, yep. up in uh, Monterey Bay. The game was actually in Seaside, which is right next to it. But man, what a great game. The boys came and they just turned it up, uh, you know, size wise. Right. You could tell we had what, like eight, 
eight teenagers on that team that were out there? Yeah, so I was just about to get there. It was eight teenagers that we had uh, that was out there to, for that match. I mean, that is a ton of young guys that we're talking about. Uh, none of them can even drink at this point, Celso. I mean, we're asking them to step up to the <laughs> first team, win this iconic cup that everyone was losing their mind over. I mean, iconic. And you're going to send some eight teenagers, Celso. Yeah, that's all you can do, and you, you, we know where the priorities are, right? So ultimately, I think that was the right decision, and the result, honestly, it was, it, it was expected. However, it was a lot more than it needed to be because the team had a lead until much late in the game, right? And it seemed like the team was actually going to do well, and then suddenly things started going downhill and suddenly we're on extra time situation but guess what a brazilian was there to basically not nobody's talking about the goal scored by mateus maya at the end of the game to take that game into penalty kicks and the penalty kick that he then went into score that guy is big time he came from yep. e to one i i'm just gonna be here to talk about what he did jakubovic gets all the props for his oh, leadership and everything he showed there, however I, I thought in this game this weekend that we we're going to need Jakubovic way more given the almost injury to our uh, starter. But, you know, it's so good to see how deep we are and that the, the young people that I've been questioning, right, are actually starting to sprout. And we saw good games from some of these guys that are, are currently on our second roster, but someday may end up being part of our first team so it's good to see them getting a chance and when you're going for five when you're going for five trophies nick we're gonna have that situation arise and 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 kudos to the coaching staff for preparing the team for this game yeah we got to talk about the uh the five trophies i put up a poll it's pretty interesting a lot of people have us winning multiple ones we'll we'll talk about that uh uruguay uh gaston i'm glad you're here man sorry i didn't pull you in right away uh but 38 year old Eldon Jakupovic, I mean, showed up, showed out. Not only, as Celso said, he buried, in my opinion, the best goal kick. It was straight to the point. It was no bullshit. It, it, once he hit it, he turned around, walked back towards the boys before he walked over to the side, like he was the big daddy that he was with all the young eight, you know, all the all the young eighteen-year-old kids out there, right? Like he's thirty-eight years old. Just tell me what you've seen from a thirty-eight-year-old goalkeeper that just came in and dominated well uh first of all uh, thanks guy for guys for letting me be here it's always a pleasure and uh what welcome. what a what a great and crazy game it was uh, quite late here in, in uruguay uh it was like 2 30 a.m when the when the penalty kicks started uh, but but i was uh extremely extremely nervous extremely uh, hyped uh, and Jakupovic uh, lived to those expectations. Uh, what? What? Uh, he was the the big boss out there on the pitch. He was booed every time he he touched the ball, and uh, he didn't care. He, he shut up the fans. He buried <laughs> a penalty a straight <laughs> where the keeper couldn't get it. He saved two penalties. Man, it it was amazing. It it was um, one of those. Uh, storylines that uh, you, you couldn't have written in a better way, uh, um, and you know I think he sh he showed why why LA LAFC brought him. Honestly, when the signing was announced, I was like, "Well, this is kind of unnecessary." You know, we've got two fantastic keepers in Crepo and 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 McCarthy. We we could we could 
cope with uh, Romero uh, as our backup. Thank God mm. uh, JT shut me up again, again mm. and again <laughs> with this signing. Um, and I'm really happy for Jakubovic and for all the kids. Um, I always want the academy to do well because uh, mm -hmm. it shows LAFC is growing not only as a first team, but but as an organization at, at its fullest. Mm -hmm. And uh, as, as Celso gave his, his shout-outs to Mateus Maia, I want to talk a little bit about my guy, Nathan Ordaz from El Salvador. Oh. I hope he plays from, for El Salvador. He's Mexican, uh, American, and Salvadoran, so there's a, a little battle out there. Um, his, his first 90 minutes weren't that, that impressive, but the extra time from Nathan Ordaz was beautiful, beautiful, honestly. Mm. Um, I, I was really happy to see him and uh, Christian Torres also, who got that first goal. Um, the, the the biggest talents from our academy, at least uh, attacking-wise, because then there's Nuenas and Leone. Um, Nathan Nathan did perfectly. He he was fantastic. He could deal with um, Monterrey's base defenders and and goalkeeper, <laughs> trying to make him nervous, trying to to bully him at some points. And he was there very mature. Um, he had that one v one with the keeper, and unfortunately he couldn't score. But uh, I think that he is uh, a really exciting talent. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully um, he he can step up like like Eric Duenas has done for the first team, because we're gonna need these guys in this season. We're playing a lot of games, a lot of competitions, so we need them. Now, to your point, we're looking at 60 games possibly here. I mean, we talked about it at the beginning of the year, 60 games, and everybody was like, oh, no team will really make it there. It feels like LAFC is on the verge of hitting there. Celso made a cool graph. We're going to show that here in a minute about the, the just the amount of games that are being canceled, guys. We're already at five games that have had to be moved, which means they're going to fall in midweek games, which means LAFC is now going to add an extra month of double-week games just to fill the four games to go into it's absolutely ridiculous to be honest i'm a huge fan of watching as much soccer as we can but there it does come a point if we don't move the salary caps that these guys are going to be ran down and the football is going to start sucking uh what i do want to do before we progress and talk more about the open cup of who we got chose uh eric was there he sent some videos in i got the two uh, couple videos that i put together let's see what we did and uh just talk about it You 
just a little so fan cool. perspective of what it was like there with the 3252 and of course the 420 we didn't see that much smoke going up so i'm sure oh. it was already smoked before that point before the penalty kicks and then after the penalty kicks as it should be but what i do want to talk to you guys about is that the draw we had the draw right we got we knew that it was going to either be cololado it was going to be um, um we knew uh, it was going to be carson from the beginning RSL, just like it was last carson. season carson Everybody you know, wants friends, the, the traffic <laughs> Yeah, our friends over at RSL were giving us a lot of shit. Eric and I was like, no, we want RSL. Let's just go on and put that spank down like we just did, which we're about to cover here in a second. Yeah. Unfortunately, we got another El Trafico. So I want to talk to you guys about this right here. Is there too many El Traficos in one year, Celso? I mean, this is starting to become like a thing. I get it. It's a fun. It's a fun tournament. It's. I mean, it's a fun game. It's a fun rivalry. But does there come a point if we have five or six in the year that it becomes less special? Yes. I mean, like everything, you know, if you have too much ice cream, it's going to not taste as good. It's just the way it is. You like the more you wait for something, the more it's going to feel good. So there's also always this psychological aspect of it. But I do believe that in each cup, if you get one game of each of these, they have a different flavor. And Mm. it's very common in other leagues, right? You guys watch other countries to see uh, teams play multiple derbies in, in a year. Sao Paulo and Palmeiras will play in the state championship and then they will go and play in the Brazilian championship and they may see each other in the cup and they may see each other in um, the continentals. So it, mm. this happens in other countries. And again, I believe it's part of growth um, and it's all about the players, right? It's all about the, right. the rosters that we can build because if there was five or six more quality players that could get minutes in every single roster, we wouldn't be having this discussion, right? But it's very clear that LAFC nor any other team in MLS is equipped to go into that kind of minutes and type of discussion in, in overall as a team. So we are where we are, and I, I, I don't believe it dilutes the rivalry itself, but it creates different flavors of it. And I think right now, for the most part, it's for this game. It's not gonna look very good when LAFC will not have, for the most part, most of its starters. Given that the next game is the big one that we really care about. Okay, so you roll me into my next question, Eric. This one's for you. Um, you know, look, we do. We have CCL coming up right after. Okay, so we got we have two league cups, then we have an open cup, and then we have CCL. Now, this is my question to you, right? We I we hear that. I put a poll up. Most people want the kids to play against Carson. But let me ask you a question. Does it become more important for us to put Carson out of this tournament because this is what they're relying on the most? This is a tournament that they have all their baskets in to save their manager and their in their own or their, their president. And so they're putting all their eggs in this basket. We could start our two young crews for the two league games, maybe see what happens, take that sacrifice, play our guys and play at least our second string in the open cup that can still beat Carson and show up for CCO and, and play those games. Is quickly, that an option? Uh, yeah. yeah so I, can I say it quickly? Or I, I'm just going to say this. I think that would be a bad, uh, a, a bad, a big gamble because if it doesn't go well the first game, now you have, you lose with your starters the first, let's say, like say it just happens, right? Whatever. They were tired before the game. And now you're going into that second game with, with tire legs to Mexico against Leo. Do you want to do that? Good. So, the thing is um, about this is is that game. Of course, the kids the kids have earned that right to play this game against the Galaxy. And we we think of like 
you know, I was thinking back to last year and we were there. The the game, the Open Cup game at Carson last season was a disaster. And it's it was such a bad performance that it's what inspired the 3252 to give them, you know, the the silent treatment for the beginning of the next game. And so Open Cup against Carson is a huge thing and it's a derby, you know, sticking the kids into a heated derby game like that, that's a whole other thing. But look at the schedule. This the match is going to be on Tuesday, May 23rd, and then May 31st, we're going to have the next game. So it, it's pretty much um, it's pretty much a week a week apart. So they're going to have a full seven days of rest. So I could argue that, you know, what better way to get the first team prepared for a f- cup final than playing a derby right beforehand? Because they're, it's going to be the same intensity. Derbies are about intensity. Finals are about intensity. So they're going to be able to play that intense game a week off another intense game. And then another five days, like they'll kind of be, I feel like they'll be, they'll know every game, what they got to do like better. It's Mm. not coming off of a 10 day break, which Leon on the other hand, they're on 25 days of rest until this game. Do they remember Mm. what an intense game is going to be like? So Mm. I like striking while the iron is hot. We play three days before El Trafico against San Jose at home. Yeah. This is a game for me. I'd love the kids have earned to play that El Trafico, but do we want to give our guys 11 days off in between or do we want, or do we want to go seven days off? So, you know, I don't mind the kids at San Jose at home. So us fans, we can, they can play a proper game at home. And I think, I think the fans will want to show the appreciation for that gutsy win that they pulled off, which they were underdogs for that Monterey Bay game. Okay. Yeah, we're going to get into San Jose too, but what what do you think? Who are we playing for the Trafico game? You're one of the kids or no? No, I want the senior team. I think you the want senior the senior. Team okay, okay, Gaston. Okay, okay. So Gaston, that was going to be my question to you. This this Trafico and this this Open Cup is going to be at BMO Stadium, right? Yeah. You have now Celso saying no. You got to play the kids because you don't want tire lecture CCL. You're saying Eric. No, we need to at least have some in there getting their legs, you know, game no, he wants ready so they right? aren't 11 games yeah. off. Yeah, it's, it's so so let me ask you, week. We, go in, we go in with a young team and we lose at BMO Stadium, right? Like at our house to, uh, you know, our competitor, our rival. What is that going to do for the rest of our, you know what I mean? Like our, our just um, – our overall look at how our season went, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, we got beat in the open cup from Carson no, at yeah. our own stadium for for the second straight season. So it would be it would be hard. I'm I'm with Eric, honestly. I would play the the first team, uh, full starters. Um, there's seven eight eight days between the the final and this game, and I think that it would be. Uh, Despite the the kids have won the the right to play, it'd be unfair for them. You're putting them in, in one of the highest uh, intensity games in the league uh, when, when when they are just teenagers. I mean, you're 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 putting teens against players like Chicharito, Brugman, uh, Ricky Puj. Uh, I mean, uh, from Caceres. from uh, Caceres. Yeah, of course. It's 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 a uh, it's it it it'd be really hard for them, and uh, I'm not sure they are 
preferred yet. It's not the same beating a USL team than beating the Galaxy because, yeah, they, they may not be the best team right now, but we know that the Traficos are always different and it doesn't matter how you've played before. That game mm -hmm. uh, changes everything. So, I mean, I think that, uh, as, as I said in, in previous shows, you don't play derbies, you win them, and, and this is no exception. Uh, we've got that, that Champions League game that is, uh, of course, going to be in our heads, uh, but but we, we got to give our best. Uh, uh, the Open Cup is a, a tournament we haven't won yet. And, uh, of course, if you ask me, uh, what do you prefer winning, the Open Cup or the Champions League? Uh, I, I mean for the Champions League, but I want to have of both. Course. So, we want it all. And that's a that's a game that it's you can't go sixty five percent. It's like, hey, Danny, just once you go over there against the Galaxy and just don't go all out because if you pull a hamstring, you're gone for three weeks, and now you're you're gone for all these other very important games mm. that we have. So yeah, there's well, the but... risk of injury, and we're starting to see injuries. Eric texted me and said, "Hey, there are a couple injuries. I'm really worried about it. So if something happens to John McCarthy, are you comfortable going with Elding?" In yeah, these we're next about to two cover games that right Mexico. now. We're, we're trying to understand here that at some point you have to con control, the, you know, the narrative and don't let these things just come at you. But knowing what we know, and you guys are right, there's plenty of days there were games canceled right after, right? So it seems to be okay because you're gonna have enough rest between games, but you're still risking a higher injury. And uh, you know, Galaxies, like I said, you, you still may not avoid a loss because the Galaxy are gonna put all chips on this game. Yeah, no, they're going all out. This is what's going to save careers over there for these guys. So it's very important. So this tournament. Off, right? Come on, mix line and, up. And, I changed my mind. And, you guys are good. And for me, and for me, I'm like, hey, man, it all of a sudden, because I'll be honest, I didn't really care about the Open Cup either way. It was the bottom of them for me. Um, it probably shouldn't be. Uh, I know it's the last money, the least money that a team wins out of any of the cups uh, uh, that that offers. I understand it's the longest running in its history, and we need to respect that. But for me, with CCL, it was sort of dropped down a little bit. Um, but with them having so much on it, I, I sort of want us to just whoop their ass on it, dude. And that's just me being honest. Uh, one cool but thing: we, we are we getting. Get playing I gotta leave, so I, I, I can do a couple parting now. words on this um, because here's the thing. And what does that say about our respect for Colorado? If Colorado was the job. We would have put kids in there and say, fuck Colorado. You know what I mean? And then they would have rolled us at our house. There's so it, it all mind games. And I think the best yeah. thing we can do there is like, let's take one game at a time. Right now, there's two, not one, but two regular season games for LAFC to play in a competition that were in the driver's seat, right? So right. I don't think we should take our eye off the ball because you saw what happens when you do. I don't think it's going to happen to us. I'm excited about this game on Wednesday. I know you guys have some crazy guests coming. So I appreciate it as always. Um, you know, and with that, I have to celebrate our birthday. But, you know, it, it was Go enjoy crazy your birthday, to me brother. to see those kids celebrate. And then on the weekend go back to our winning ways, you know. So go ahead, guys. Right. I'll talk about this stuff. And cheers to you. And thanks for everybody to listen to my shit. All right, brother. We'll, we'll see you later, Celso. Um, okay, guys. So real quick, I want to talk to you about Tillman. Tillman, uh, he signed to come over to uh, dual citizenship for um, the U.S. Men's National Team. Uh, just want to get your thoughts on how big of a deal this is, uh, what you guys think that he um, applied to switch associations uh, over to the U.S. Men's International Soccer Team. Uh, Celso, I mean, uh, Eric, I'll start with you first. 
Yeah, I, I think it's good for Timothy Tillman. I think he has a much better chance of getting minutes with the team than he does in Germany. He's probably not making the team in Germany. No disrespect to him. It's just one of the hardest teams in the world to get to. Uh, the United States team is pretty deep at the position he plays at midfield, but we do see them bring kind of an MLS-heavy squad to play a lot of the CONCACAF games, and I mm-hmm. think this is where Tillman could get some minutes. And if, if Tillman improves year to year like he has been, you know, maybe in two, three years, maybe his name's coming out there for the senior team. You know, it's uh, he's still he's still he's still, you know, early 20s, like early to mid 20s. So he's got some time. And uh, yeah, he's I, I think it's great for him. Uh, Gaston, what do you think, man? I mean, um, it, how will this affect LAFC at all if it does at all? Well, um, I, I think it's it's huge for LAFC if, if Tillman gets to play in, in the USMNT. I mean, uh, despite uh, the, the US isn't as, as good as Germany, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but it's facts. Um, it's a, a really good national team and uh, probably top three in, in the whole continent. So it's, it's huge for Tillman. It's not like he's playing for, I don't know, um, a, a small country. No, not at all. And uh, with the U.S. hosting the the Copa America next year, and then the the World Cup in 2026, it's it's huge. And uh, for LAFC, um, it just it just proves that we are working on, on the right path. Uh, you've got uh, Tillman potentially playing for the USMNT. You've got Aaron Long. There's Kalin Acosta, and uh, it, it it shows that. You're signing the right players because uh, to get into the U.S. national team, you gotta be good, and to get to LAFC, you gotta be good too. So, right. um, I'm just happy for for him because he seems like a really hardworking guy, and hopefully we can see Ilya Ilya Sanchez there too with the uh, with the yeah. USMNT because because be cool. he's he's balling, he's 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 playing at a really high level. Uh, I guess then later we're going to talk about that assist he gave to, to Opoku uh, on the weekend. But, man, Ilya is fantastic, fantastic. He is. Yeah, we're definitely about to talk about that right now. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about RSL before we bring our next guest in. And, uh, you know, LAFC has just absolutely dominated this performance. Um, they uh, It's what they've won. I think it was uh, five out of uh, – I think it's five out of 11 games, I think it is. What is it, Eric? I think I think that makes it twelve out of thirteen. Oh, yeah. Okay, eleven out of twelve. Sorry, I have it in it my. It was eleven right out of twelve going into this. Now it's twelve out of thirteen. Yep. Uh, yep, 11 out of 12. Now it's 12 out of 13 since 2018. We all know the game that they beat us at. It was a devastating game. I'm not going to lie to you. It was a big game. It's the only game that they have to be able to keep on rubbing in our face. And as hey, he did last time he was on our show, he, he sort of rubbed it in. But we didn't let him have it of how much we have been spanking that little ass of theirs <laughs> and making them call us daddy. Um, but, yeah, dude, it was an absolute <laughs> banger of a game. Uh, LAFC dominated. But the part that was worrisome, and we were going to get into that, is about – the way that uh, J-Mac went down. He was holding the shoulder. was a little worried. Vela got taken out. He was laying on the ground for a while. Acosta got taken out. Limping. These are concerns and things that we need to be worried about now. Um, to Celso's point, which he was talking about a little bit ago, is that what happens if we have – Big D Bawanga go down and has to be out and he misses CCL. We're talking about some serious fucking problems here, guys. 
you know, like having a Vela go down and having J-Mac without, without Kripo being behind. I mean, a 38-year-old Eldon is a great keeper, but he can only play so many back-to-back games, especially when we have two games a week right now, Eric. That's that's the game, you know. That's these these guys. They're gladiators going in every week. I mean, is the answer to just sit them for the next three games and have them do nothing until the thirty till the thirty first? It's to me, this doesn't really work. Like the guy, they just have to play like they have to play, and it's next man up if somebody gets hurt. And if it's you know, Acosta Acosta is a really tough loss. Like we saw, we saw it was it was against San Jose and San Jose. That was. Uh, Right, Sifu, Tillman, and yep. Sanchez, and yep. that midfield did not work, you know. So if a, and and from what uh, Justin was reporting is after the press conference, he was still limping after the game was done in the back, and so you know he, we don't know how long he's going to be out, but it's there's going to be a possibility that he's gonna he's gonna miss longer than we would like possibly yeah. even this title game like it is what it is right. so the next next man comes up and it's gonna be up to trundle and the staff to take the guys there and and figure it out you know uh, the bright bright side duenas duenas has been looking pretty good maybe he's a guy that can come in and you know it ain't that the thing with championships sometimes you I have understand. a guy goes down and you have a substitute come in and they become the hero you know and that's i understand sports. I understand, but at some point you can't just keep replacing your A team and being like, "Oh, next man up." It doesn't work that way. And when you see Velo on the ground and you're up three nothing, and it's taking forever to pull, all of us were in the chat like, "Yo, pull them out now! What is what the fuck are you doing, bro?" <laughs> Gaston, I mean, it was it was a lot uh, long. Yeah, I, I suffered a lot. Uh, I was, <laughs> man, I was uh, yelling and. Uh, freaking uh, Anderson! What what was the, the the guy's name that that kicked uh, McCarthy? Uh, Anderson, I think it was. Man, I was I was Cussing really down, angry. Huh? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I mean, oh, we, we cannot. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. was that. That guy I, I cannot really even remember place. that guy's name. Nah, bro. Uh, I was really, really nervous, you know, because losing guys like McCarthy, Bella, and even Sifu, who was uh, limping a little bit at the end of the first half. He started um, cramping within. At well, this point of, of the season, nah, bro. You you just can't you just can't lose um, more more key players. Um, uh, RSL was uh, it has always been a pretty rough team. Uh, they play uh, dirty at times. And they did it last last game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we get yeah, we're the dirty ones. I mean that, that there's <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it. Too. Uh, um, is, so listen, there SKC, was there was rain too. SKC is our next game, right? SKC, big big game. Uh, it always has been a big game for us. SKC has been on a little bit of a different game this year. Uh, they just won their last two games. Two games out of the last three. Let me just put it that way. Two games out of the last three. But we have someone coming here today, guys. This guy by far is one of the best MLS content creators out there. I don't care if you don't support SKC or not. You need to watch this guy's show. He literally pours his heart out there. It's beautiful to watch. Uh, His screams, his cries, his passion for this game. 
Cavincho TV is the name. Y'all welcome this man. Hey. What is <laughs> up, buddy? How's it going? Thank you hey, for guys. joining us here at the Voices of the Black and Gold. Let us go on and give you this round of applause that you deserve for the content that you create. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you guys for having me. I'm excited. Super. Look, you guys are kind of like the, uh, how can I say? You're like the Argentina of MLS, you know? You're just firing us on. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're firing at all oh, cylinders. You're uh, everything. No, <laughs> I, I can't take that, bro. I, I can't. <laughs> No, for real. Thanks uh, for having me. No, listen, um, it, it's important to have you here, not just because we have different podcasts from who loves their team, but just because of the content that you create, dude. Honestly, um, it's a big deal to have you here, and we appreciate you taking the time to come here. Uh, your stuff is absolutely amazing. I love watching it. I love you pouring your heart out there because we do that within ourselves with on this live stream, and sometimes we look like complete idiots, and sometimes, you know, it, it works. It works hey, out for us. You know, two weeks yeah. ago, Eric, uh, he he made the right uh, right call. And then last week, he got a, uh, you know. And then he, I said he, the he, kids, I'm just taking play the kids right after I called the score and the like, and the spacing of the goals. So whatever. Damn. Yeah. See, sometimes that's the downside of having everything recorded because people will come right back to see what you said last week, see what was right, what was wrong. But I don't know. That's the fun of the game, I think. Yeah, for it, sure. Yeah. You, my, uh, my coping so, is just self-deprecation is a huge coping mechanism. For oh, you yeah, same, same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're all for punishment, bro. That's why we like soccer. We love the punishment. <laughs> you know, it is what it is sure. because at some point, LAFC will be getting punished, and we will try to reflect back on these days. And when we do, all of you will remind us to shut the fuck up and put me in realize where we are now. So I'm, I'm, I'm accepting it now and just yeah. running with the, the trophies and saying we are the champions now. And then later, I will cry my tears. Sure. Yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> um, no, man. But listen, uh, the last three games, you guys have won two of the last three. Um, but it's sort of been a rocky road. You guys re-signed your, your manager who has been a great manager for you guys. Where do you stand on these managers staying too long? You know, like you see Chicago letting their manager go and other manager go, but SKC and Carson keeping them. What is too long for you? Uh, look, okay. I think there's too short and there's too long, obviously. Uh, now, there's situations. I think that we ours is very weird because yet we rebranded. We had this coach during that. Then we had some success. We were getting trophies, whatever. And then it was pretty steady. Like we were the team in the playoffs. And that's that's what we were. It wasn't like everyone was scared of us, but we were always there. And then recently after 2021 season till now, uh, it's been extremely rocky. So you got uh, you got uh, missing playoffs, then crazy long runs without scoring or just losing every other game. It's just like it's been a bad run. So at, at the point right before the season started this season, I mean, we had we had a little bit of a better swing last season. And then uh, our coach, his contract was up. So some people were like, are we going to say goodbye? Thanks. No, thanks. Move on which I thought I was on that team just saying, all right, thank you for everything you did. Let's move on. Uh, and then they slapped us with five more years, which to me, that is insanity. I mean, if maybe we made the playoffs last season and everyone's like, look, it's our, it's a legendary coach. Then maybe a couple, three years, five years is nuts. And then we went 10 weeks without a win, bro. I mean, it doesn't take a football genius to know that uh, that's probably not going to work out, but Look, recently, just to keep you guys updated, 
the ultras or the supporter group here basically finally said something and uh, wrote to the front office and said, hey, we love the players, but this is not working out, dude. Okay, we love the coach, but hey, nothing's going well. And then, of course, like two days later, we play Seattle, which we should get slapped in that game, and then we win. And then we're yeah. like, all right, all right, it was a fluke. It's yeah. fine. No big deal. Yeah. And then last week or last weekend, and we win again. It's like, okay, I'm starting to stay calm, but I'm already getting right, like a little hype, a little too hype. I need to. <laughs> and then, of course, we play freaking LAFC on Wednesday. And then we play St. Louis on freaking Saturday, dude. Like, I don't know. Right. It just, the gods hate us, I think. So what is your expectations playing LAFC? Because, you know, there is definitely that chance that we end up playing a younger lineup for SKC sort of yeah. to try to prepare for everything else. So what is sort of the expectations between the SKC fans and stuff on this particular match? We are praying, or at least I am. I'm praying that I see a bunch of 12-year-olds on the field. <laughs> And then I'm going to go, baby. Because, look, your schedule is, like, stupid right now. Obviously, you have multiple cups. All year. It's been stupid all, all year. All year. Yeah. So, you you have us on Wednesday. Then, you, is it a cup game? What do you got? Yeah. You got LAFC. Am I, am I going crazy? It's San Jose, right? No, we no, have no, two no. league games, uh, uh, open cup, and then two CCL games. Dude, nah, forget. <laughs> like, listen. I, I'm just I, – I saw that, and I'm like, okay, there is a chance, Sporting. Maybe not for a win. But like an ugly draw, one one, I would take it. Uh, I just I think don't we want... would too, to be honest. Maybe I I would say so yeah. too. I think LA knows. Hey, look, we're gonna play just like the Open Cup game. Just play the younger guys, put some faith on them, and then you guys have big. I would say California Clasicos coming. You got freaking San Jose, LA Galaxy. Even though it's a cup or US San Open Jose cup. is not really like a thing for us. I know, but hey. Santa, well, they just lost, but they were looking kind of good, right? <laughs> they so do. they do, uh, yeah. they do good against us because we we rotate against them like all the time because they right. generally aren't that good. We're like, oh, there's a rotation game, and then they win, and we're like, why yeah. is our record against them so bad? It's because they haven't been that great. But uh, you know, one yeah. of the things with with a lot of this, I think, is the way our rotation is going to come out. My gut feeling is that midweek is going to become our weekend, and the weekend games is going to be the games for the rotation, and it's just. Just because of how our schedule lines up, we now have a derby for the Open Cup that comes on a Wednesday, and then we have uh, the Tuesday after that is the is the CCL, and right. then um, and then we have that again on Sunday. And so the thing is, like RSL thought we were going to rotated squad too, but the rotated squad had just played. So our starters, I think you're going to get our start like a mildly rotated squad on light rest, and yeah. then um, and then that's it. And then they're going to rest next weekend, is my guess. So I don't think you're going to get the full rotation. <laughs> That's not what I want to hear, guys. I did not come on this podcast to, to hear that, all right? I came on the podcast for you guys to be like, Kevin, don't worry, bro. We're going to play eight-year-olds. You're fine. All right, fine, We're going to play eight. We're going to play eight teenagers like we did against Monterey Bay. I will take and just that. just let you <laughs> I will take that. Let's go. And look, that's still not a solid win. I mean, we don't know if we win that game either. So I'll take, I'll take one point. I'm praying to God I take a point. But yeah, man, know. watching the video of um of uh shoots, his name just passed me. Big SKC player, man, in the locker room. Oh, Johnny like, Russell, Polio. Yeah, Johnny Russell, Johnny Russell, Johnny yeah. Russell watching him at that interview. Oh, right. it was it was hard to watch, bro. Like it was sad, but then to see them rebound the last two games, like you said, it look, 
SKC has always been dangerous for, for LAFC, to be honest. It's been a tough game between the two. They always battle it out. Um, it's not like a rivalry, but it's a hard-fault match. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. both show up. Uh, it seems like Vermeer always brings his A game when he coaches against LAFC to sort of show and flex, like, no, I'm I'm good. Like, I'm yeah, a good yeah. coach. And the boys always show up. But it's how it is for teams to show up against LAFC in general. But normally, SK, uh, SKC can, you know, they'll get the better of us at times. I mean, it's happened. Um, yeah. What players are you most excited about this year at SKC, if any? Look, <laughs> uh, look I, I last year, I just wanted Alan to come back and just play. Like this is, we spent the most money on this player more than anyone ever. This is our guy. This is our main man. And then he's out for a whole season and a half. And now he's coming back and slowly he's like getting there. So like he got a goal against like a fourth division team, whatever. But just for the confidence, I'm like, okay, there we go. Then I I think he scored against Seattle. Okay. It's just like slowly he's getting there. And then against LAFC, um, I know there's a lot of Chivas fans in the LAFC world. There's a lot of uh, Liga MX fans, and I'm not. I'm just saying, there's a lot, right? <laughs> and with Alan, that's gonna bring some attraction. I'm not saying nothing. You guys are assuming. I'm just saying there's a lot of fans. Yeah, you're so, alone. It's okay. We're really I, I, love the the I, love I love the band. It's okay. It's, you you see, see, coming from Kansas City, it's like, Nick. wait a second, what is this? He came on here and he said that he Where's said he that to uh, Gaston about Argentina. <laughs> then he does no, that on on Chivas. He's coming after us, guys. I can't accept that. You know, Buanga Buanga is taking revenge. Uh, look, uh, Bolaga's gonna take revenge, or, yeah, or Ilya, sure. or put Sanchez in. I'll cry, but man, I, I like yeah. So with Alan coming in, it just brings a, he brings attention. He's like that star. The guy walks into stadiums like with full Balenciaga Gucci in the middle of Kansas, bro. No one's wearing that. Okay, Alan, this is not. I don't know where he thinks he's at, but that that type of guy I like, and I'm hoping that against LA, good crowd, hopefully, and all that. I don't know. He shows up, but. Right now, it's just a lot of uh, fever dreams. I'm just kind of hoping that we just don't get embarrassed. Uh, my nightmare is f- like 3-4-0 against LAFC, LAFC 2, and then go to St. Louis and then lose there. It's just going to be the worst week of my life. So St. Louis is on the way down, though, no. bro. They don't have well, it, it was a fluke. Like they the can't do anything fraud. without him. That's true. Nah, those those, they, those Brazilians, nothing. those frauds, you know. <laughs> Yeah, never. <laughs> they can never play a whole season. They always have those weak knees. They're never there. I but... hope my wife isn't listening in the other room. Eric's <laughs> wife is about yelling. to poke her head out. No, come on, come on, see, just, come on <laughs> see, just put your head out there <laughs> and say, and say, what did you say there? Excuse me. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. So that's a good. That's I think that's the back of my mind. I'm a little hoping. I'm hoping that their trend is going downwards but if we get slapped against LAFC I don't know guys it's Everybody's a mental game to send in Boca so, Jr. stuff because they all know that you're a River Plate guy and they all, all sick in, in the head Boca. nah what the <laughs> Blo- I'm banning all of them I wish I could take over let me ban them all I'll ban it right now <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do I do have one one question which uh you know and is is Ilya Sanchez? How, how did how did he end up coming to us? How did he got rid? Of, I remember at the time because I didn't know much about it. And I know there was kind of a surplus of midfielders at Kansas City, yeah. and they were like, "Well, they're all pretty good, but his contract is the most expensive, so it makes sense, you know." Yeah. Which, but but that that's kind of how it happened. And uh, what what was his last season like there to got yeah. rid of? Cause 
He's the guy, if we didn't get him, like last year never happens, I think. He controls Man. our midfield. Yeah, that that guy, first of all, everyone loves him. I mean, even when he had to go, and we all, all sporting fans were rooting for Ilya, and especially that, I mean, it was a final penalty. I mean, are you kidding me? It was perfect. Uh, but, no, he's such a good dude. He's someone you root for, but his last season was like 2021, and at the time, sporting was like Daniel Shalloway was playing out of his mind. We had like all these players that were playing okay, uh, we have Gadi Kinda, like, and like you said, a bunch of guys in his position. Where, yeah, it was more like, look, we got again, Allen's like our main man. We're spending so much money on him, we have to make cuts here and there. But seeing him go, oh my god, dude! First of all, seeing him go to LA was like, it wasn't like a rival team, but I just, I had a feeling in my heart. I'm like, oh, he's gonna pop off. Damn it, god damn it! But I feel good for him. And then the final happened. It just rubs it in some more. But now, especially at the end of last season, everyone's like. Why the hell did we give LAFC one of the best players in the damn league? He's so underrated, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. Now now I'm just happy for him. Like, of course, I don't want him playing against us Wednesday. That's that, I couldn't do that. That'll hurt too much. But he, when he got his citizenship and all that stuff, like, yeah. he's just such a good dude. And I'm so happy for him. But, I mean, he's a quality guy. Totally. It wasn't like we cut him because he's bad. I mean, dude, it was like, bro, we cannot afford – all these guys right now so we have to let you go and yeah i think and, he was perfect for you guys and you guys really played him at center back before yeah. a couple times yes i can't even picture that <laughs> i do don't ask peter okay i don't that's not me that has nothing to do with me i have no idea right. what's going on yeah no um he he controls between him and palacios they control you know basically our back line to the midfield and gets it up forward Ilya is literally our anchor for all that and um last year he was such a big big role and i mean i think i think we only set him three games out of the whole season uh for him to get any rest whatsoever that's how important he was he sort of wow. took over for our autoesta um and so it was a big deal for us what is that that was after the championship. <laughs> Why does he look that bad? That is a man living his best life right there. <laughs> he looks so He's living serious. that best life right there. <laughs> I'm proud of him. I love that. That's I'm proud awesome. of him, yeah. Yes, yeah. that's your man, right? Yeah, bro. Ilya, yeah. I mean, Ilya is, is uh, one of my favorites. Uh, he is uh, such, a, such a fantastic player. And uh, thank you, Kevin and, and SKC, for, for the gift. <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome, um, no worries. Um, he has he has been crucial for us, as, as Nick said. He missed only like three, four games last yep. year, and when he missed them, uh, we sucked. Honestly, we we, we weren't yep. as good as 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 usual. And uh, now, um, he maybe maybe he can get to the to the USMNT. I mean, he's, he's there. He's there, and oh, yeah. um, hopefully, hopefully story, he does because. Yeah, bro. Beautiful. Imagine a, a guy from Catalonia. Like he gets his citizenship. He comes over and get and gets his like net. Like, dude, it would be the it would be the best story ever. A yeah. Barcelona graduate playing for the USMNT. That, bro. that would be. Bring the cup now, baby. Bring the cup now. Kevin, Kevin. Um, I I told I talked to you about Buanga, but I want to hear your your thoughts on on that guy. He is on fire. And uh, how are you preparing mentally <laughs> to potentially face <laughs> Dennis Buanga, the man on fire? Can I just add every time that he Buanga scores that you give us the shot out and as you cry, sure. the, the, the tears of just 
agony Man. of Bawanga scoring that you She's just never coming back on this show. Bobg <laughs> never coming back. <laughs> this no, is... I, I I still remember the Argentina thing. Yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I think in my head this is how it's gonna go. I feel like this is this is typical sporting fashion. He's not gonna start. Let's say. All right. They're gonna rest him a little bit. Maybe the game is going Sporting's way. Oh snap. Okay. Careful. Upset, baby. And then who's coming in like Gareth Bale on the sideline? He's standing there. The lights are on him. Little the fog behind him. The man steps up, makes a just a like 30 yard bomb, makes us all cry. Game winner. I feel it. I feel it coming. The guy is playing out of his mind. And no offense, like, or I guess no, no offense. I'm MLS too, but like the guy seems like another tier. It it just looks like he could play in so many different places and would fit right in. That LAFC, like the scouts, the whoever the hell found found him, you know, was a, a genius. Okay, he's been he's playing great. The only question everyone's obviously asking is like, okay, is he gonna keep it going, or how is LA gonna manage him? Make sure they don't burn his ass out and kind of play a good game of like switcheroo with him. I'm I'm interested to see. I just really don't want to play. Send him in like 85th minute, you know. Don't even so give him comfortable, but you, you know the thing is crazy. With... You want to know a crazy stat about this guy? Yeah, his whole go. career being a professional soccer player, he's only set I think a total of four games total, like the full ninety minutes, unless he was like sick or something. This dude has played every single minute of every game in every league that he's played in. It's it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, uh, we true, just found true. this stat out not too long ago. It's it's a pretty impressive thing because me personally i've been worried about us burning him out mm. as you're speaking of because it is way too many games where yeah. we are playing two games a week he's playing 90 minutes each uh one of them we went what an extra uh what was it oh, yeah. uh, 130 minutes whatever it was so it's just it's just too many and i was complaining so celso our guy brought it up he was like dude he's played almost every single minute of every game that he's since he's been a pro you know what? It's I'm like writing this games. down because uh, this this man needs to be tested. There's there's something going. On. I'll send it to the scouts. I'll talk to I'll talk to somebody. This is right. His voice changed. They, they got even a little nervous right there. That, no, but listen, is this is the thing. Yeah, I go. know that uh, I know that you're up for grabs on a team out here, and everybody in here is writing that how much we love you, and that we you need to go on the move to L.A. and come an L.A.F.C. Black and Gold fan, and just Pally come live. on over to the to the Black and Gold over here, listen, man. Listen, hey, if I had to choose, guys. I'm not living in Carson. You know what I'm saying? This guy's the goat. No, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I forgive you, I forgive you for the, for the, <laughs> for the Argentina thing. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. No, no, he's yeah. part of the family. He's part of the family. He referred yeah, to him as Carson. You, he already knows. Listen, I've already, I mean, I've been saying this with everyone, especially coming up to this game. Uh, I, talking to LAFC fans and, and other people around LAFC, like LAFC has figured it out from the start. The the fan base, the atmosphere is like a South American vibe. Even down, I mean, when your jerseys came out for the first time, I'm like, God damn it. It's so nice. <laughs> Dark, black, black and, and gold. gold. Bro, yeah. it doesn't get better than gold, dude. Like it's so clean. Then you guys can go like solid black. You guys can play. I don't know. You guys just did it all well. And now, of course, that's off the field. Now on the field, the scouting has been great. You grabbed Gareth Bale for five minutes. The guy gave you a little trophy. He moved. He went on to play golf. Like it, the dude, 
everyone there has been great. So, yeah, if I had to choose a Cali team, there's no other team, baby. Come on. No LAFC. other team. See, this is what's up. All right, uh, last one is I need to get a score prediction from you, though. Oh, God. Okay. I know, man. I'm you want sorry. a real one? Uh, okay. Here's my favorite dream think, one. I'll buddy. give you two. I'll give you two. All right. Yeah, give me, give me, give me what you wish it would be and then what you sure. really think. <laughs> okay. My dream, dream, fever dream would be a 1 1. Just a beautiful. I don't even care if you're leading 99% of the game. Just give us an ugly tap in. That's the dream. Yes. What I think is going to happen is maybe we start winning. We score early, then you guys slap us 3 1. 3-1 is it's gonna happen, trust me. It's happening. I'm putting I'm a tattoo it right now. I'm telling you. I don't care if you're oh. playing the kids. Listen, <laughs> okay, I already play. know. I already know. I, and I have a weird feeling we're just gonna score first, and I'm gonna be on like the greatest high ever. Like, guys, we're beating the champions. And then, of course, oh sport. man, they're saying six zeros, six zeros, they're getting six zeros over. Oh man, it's oh Damn. man. They yeah. have no faith, but I, I do, man. I, I like I said, I think SKC always shows up. I think uh, you, you know your coach wants to always prove a point when he comes there, and um, you know, look, it's nothing that we need to just overlook, right? right? We still want to try to go for the MLS Cup, but we also do need to sacrifice some MLS games sure. in order to play well in the Open Cup and and CCL. You guys course, lose you know? if you guys lose Wednesday. No one's. It's not a big deal. Like I mean, nah. you guys are going to be upset and whatnot, but yeah. like in the long run, bro. You're going to lose here and there, but it's the majority of the games is what matters. And on top of that, I know sporting is going to come in trying to do something, obviously, just for the just for the title, like yeah, sporting right. Kansas City beats champions or whatever. Right. But on top of that, front office just the other day said, you know, Peter is on the hot seat, finally admitting that if they need to, they will let him go, which is huge. Big news. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, he's every game. It's like. He's gonna have to show out like every single game to the end of the season. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm hopeful just for to, to play. I just want us to play well. That's all I want. Like a good a good game, please. Yeah, now that's what we all want, man, dude. Honestly, thank you so much for taking your time coming here, cool. joining us at the Voices of the Black and Gold. It's been fun. I, I've laughed my butt yeah. off. Got to chat with you. So, thanks again, man, for of showing course, up and guys. doing this. Thank you, thank you for having me. And I can't wait to be out in LA one day. You know, get maybe beer poured on me, whatever needs to happen. But uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see you guys. Thank you guys for having me. So, it listen, when you make that yeah. happen and you come out there, let us know. We'll make sure all the guys take care of you, and you have a you oh. have a blast of a we time. Have a, we have sure. great tailgate. We have really okay. good tailgates. I've you will have a blast. You will yeah, have an absolute blast. The only thing I'll finish with this. Like everyone's been saying this. Like, hey, uh, Kevin, just let me know when you're out here. Free drinks on me. I might like die of like oh, you're know, alcohol poisoning or something. Yeah, just I <laughs> might. Like I don't know if I'll make it. <laughs> but hey, I'll, I'll take it, dude. Imagine the content, guys. Think of the content. Come on. Oh Kevin, man, it will be in, great. In your honor, Kevin. I'm not gonna wear it, but ah. Let's go. Yeah, I, I got updated. I'm not gonna wear it because hey, no, uh, I, I haven't I known it. you for that while. But... <laughs> hey, look, you Your and Argentina, we're cousins. We're cousins. Uh, yeah, we're we're brothers. Yeah, we're brothers, brothers, we're brothers. probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Seriously, thank right, you guys for thank, having thanks me. Thanks so much, Kevin. Appreciate it, man. See you guys. Bye, Chad. <laughs> Oh, what a man. great guy. So what a great guy, right? Like bro, dude, you, his content... you, pick, you pick great guests. Like the, the guy from Philly was also really nice. Uh, uh thank you. Appreciate it, man. But Kevin, Nick, you know, yeah, Nick appreciation. Nick Nick gets all the guests. Everybody doesn't know. Yeah. We call him the honey badger. 
Like Nick, if Nick wants to get a guest, like Nick gets the guest. Like people wonder how the hell he does it, but uh, no, Honey Badger does. Honey Badger just gets it. Yo, he's oh, got he's got some it. some big games, big names uh, here, like a book. Nah, you know, you know what it is, man. Is um, it, 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 everybody loves MLS, and we all want to spread the good word, right? And and to be fair, uh, you know, Cavino does a great job at his at his what he does, bro. Like, um, it reminds me of uh, a guy that I watch over in in, in uh, Syria. He has sort of a pod like that where he just shows his pain at certain things, and it's something that I love. It, it's very emotional. It's very like that. Like, I mean, Gaston, you you that, that's the way that they 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 announce to you guys, right? With that passion when they when they yell yeah. the game, and it's just like. I love that, and and so I watch his stuff, and I've, I've reached out to him, you know, and um, and so yeah, man, we're lucky to have the guys on that we do. Uh, we did not get to get into San Jose game. Um, that's unfortunate because we do have to run on that. But uh, we can I forget do wanna, San Jose. Like, yeah, yeah, the San Jose. I mean, look, Who I cares? think that they're playing. I think they're playing a great game. Uh, I think they have been doing really well. They look a lot better. Um, I again, I think that we're probably going to end up playing the kids for it. So. I'm sort of chopping it up to be an L. Hope not. If we get the win, that's going to be great. But we have bigger fish to fry and uh, later on down the road. And so I'm accepting whatever Dolo decides to do because he's the man, bro. Dolo, I, I'm not going to question anything Dolo does. But what I am going to do is question you guys on who you think is going to win this game against SKC and what you believe that the score will be. Uh, Gaston, I'm going to start with you. Uh, yeah, SKC has, has been improving lately, so I think we're only going to score like three or four. <laughs> I don't know, maybe a, a three, four, four, one. Yeah, four, three or four, one, maybe. Uh, I think, one? yeah, I don't think we're keeping uh, two straight clean sheets. Um, okay. Not maybe because McCarthy isn't going to be fully fit. And uh, then I can see... I can see Bjuk finally getting a goal and hopefully Bella because he hasn't been scoring much lately. Um, so, yeah, I can see us winning uh, if we if we play the, the first team and if we play some rotated squad because uh, we are we are we are on a good moment. I think that the, the group is very united at the time and um and Cherundolo has proved that he can find answers to this to these games, to these uh, congested schedules. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Eric, I think uh, I wish I could say two. It's going to be a two-zero or a two-one. I can't figure out in my mind whether we give up a sloppy goal, but I feel like this could be one where we give up a sloppy goal. I also think that we are that there's. I know he doesn't. Trundle doesn't like to use the word load management, but I do think that we're going to see all five substitutions. And I think a lot of, a lot of our starters are going to, they're just going to play, you know, between 30 and 60 minutes. And, you know, we're going to kind of semi rotate through this game. And I, I think we can handle it just fine. So yeah, let's, let's, let's say we do give up a sloppy goal. It's going to be two, one. Okay. Uh, Bawanga hat trick. I'm seeing over here and I do want to shout out something to Bawanga real quick. Big move from Bawanga and RSL when uh, the penalty comes. Bawanga grabs the ball, hands it over to Bogush. 
Yeah. Huge, huge, huge move for me in my eyes as a person that is all about um, earning the respect of other people on your team, making sure they, they see leadership, uh, getting people on the same page as you. This dude is in the middle of a golden boot run race right now. He is leading the, the charge for it. He could have took that extra goal. And instead, he says, no, let me get you on pace where I am. Let's get you in the back of the net. Get your confidence up so you feel good where you are in this team and in this game and that to me is a big dick move from Bawanga and I mean it when I tell you that is the type of person that you want on your team this is what captains are made of I understand Vela is a captain but I'm saying a captain in his own right an older guy that's showing the younger guys how things should be I'm sorry I'm going on a rant but for me that was a big deal dude it was a big was. big deal when I tell I'm you like Huge. Go ahead, Gaston. And, and look, Nick, that's how Chicho started scoring for LAFC. You remember that, right. that when Chicho came to, to the club, he wasn't scoring. And Ross, uh, Diego Rossi let him sh uh, take a penalty. And from then, Chicho started banking goals and goals. So hopefully it's oh. the same with Bogus. Uh, he's been kind of promising in, in his first games. He's uh, a really different player to what we have in the squad. So... Uh, hopefully this is the, the start of a really good uh, season for Bogus. Yeah, man, I'm I'm all excited about it. Um, I am going to play this um, this uh, highlights real quick, and then we'll end it there. Scoring. Julio, they're hoping for him to be back very soon. Boaga! Crazy. Double their advantage from who else? Oh, is left foot. The players too. coming in. Yeah. And maybe Anelli as it comes the other oh, way for Buanga. Right to Oviedo. Good turn, Anderson. Julio. Daniel Maldonado. Maldonado. Penalty oh. against San Jose, but that was a good tackle yeah, there. Yeah, great tackle. Full stretch, and he has to go full stretch. Minutes to go. Tillman. Oh, Buanga. Some contact by Vera. And penalty. Take this penalty. Review complete. Bogus tucks it away, and LAFC have sealed up three points with three goals here. Let's go. And I want to end it on one thing, guys. We didn't have our main center backs in there, and we had two guys step in. I just wanted to get y'all's words real quick. Uh, Eric, I'm going to let you talk about Long. Uh, Gaston, you're going to talk about Maldonado. But both of them stepped up really well for Kalini and Mario. Have both have been out hurt. What did you see from Long real quick, Eric? Long, Long has been showing a lot of leadership on that back line. He's keeping everybody organized when he's the guy in to do it. And uh, other, other than that, he's just he's been fantastic on aerial balls. And so yeah. he's, he's really just been cleaning up everything back there. He's been anchoring that line. And uh, yeah, I think I think he he deserves a lot of credit for how that defense is playing, especially when, he, when he's out there. He's just solid. Yeah, no, dude, I'm very surprised on how both of them were able to slot in without one of the two that we have called the general or me myself has called the general. I'm, I'm very impressed with that they could come in there. What did you see from Maldonado? Looked a lot better in my opinion, but Steve yeah, said much, no, he thought the other game was better. Yeah, much, much better. Um, he stepped up. It was tough after the, the penalty he, he made against uh, San Jose. So that proves that he has the right mentality. He was really humble in the interview. Uh, post game, 
Uh, so I'm really happy for Maldonado. Uh, we're gonna need to keep him going and and performing well because the Murillo isn't gonna be there for the first uh, leg of the final. So if Chiellini ain't fit, we're gonna see Maldonado on long. So that partnership needs to be rolling because uh, we we are what uh, 15 days away from the big game. So mm-hmm. they gotta be there. <clears throat> uh, also want to give a big shout out to. Panda for um, making these shirts. He sent us over these over. Banda popular. Uh, La Banda Popolanda are popular. Yeah. Yeah. Quite, quite good. Quite right good. There. Quite good. <laughs> You're going to improve it. your Spanish, though. <laughs> I need, yeah. yeah, I need to me do it too. a lot, me, myself. Um, but yeah, I won't even attempt to say what it says on the back because I don't speak Spanish, so I need to work on it. But the shirts are great. If you guys want it, make sure you pull his uh, account up. He has them up there for sale. Definitely popular. grab some, dude. It's really cool. Uh, again, let me put the banner up and show you his name. Uh, that's his at handle right there. Go and uh, get some of these shirts, bro. Awesome. It has him holding the cup up. The last word that uh, Vela got to say, here's your cup. I'm not going to say the other word that's in it. Or, well, I can't. Here's your fucking cup. Uh, Yeah, here we go. Uh, But look, guys, LA is black and gold. Thank you all for coming in. Cavincho TV, thank you for showing up, man. We appreciate it. LA is black and gold. We love you all. Thank you all for joining us. And uh, go get this W. Fortunately, it's going to be the first game that I miss. Actually, um, I've got a graduation to go to. It will be very sad. It's going to be my first game that I'm going to miss. I'm going to watch it on my phone or listen to what I can. Do the graduation. Come home and watch it. All of you support. Scream loud. um, And I look forward to watching it when I get home. Let's get that W. Uh, L.A. is black and gold.